my name's Megan. Hi, I'm Tayo. And, and this, this is, is the, the Terrace Panel. Yes, we got it right. College Park. So if you know where that is, good for you. Um, most people outside of Maryland don't. So that's always fun. And I'm an English major, which means I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And so for the time being, I'm going to have this podcast with my friend Tayo, who's now going to talk about himself. Um, oh, and also I've watched... So I got into Tara's house because of my friend Juliana. So Hi, Juliana, if you're listening, which you probably are because I told you I was doing this, but she and I watched Boys and Girls in the City, and I actually lost interest in it after, like, the first, like, halfway through the first part, and then I picked it up again when Opening New Doors came out, and I've been hooked on it ever since, so now I'm working my way back through open new, Opening New Doors for a second time, and I'm watching Boys and Girls in the City all the way through this time, and I have no interest in Aloha State. And you can all tweet at me if you really want to and have that discussion. I would like the record to show she does not have a Twitter. So I don't really know how you're going to um, extend your hate towards her. You don't her. know. I, I, uh, might, I might start a Twitter. Huh? <laughs> Just to get hate mail. You know what? That's a, that's a, that's a big, big energy for real. Uh, hey, my name's Tayo. Uh, I am a um, grad student at the University of Maryland, so I'm old. I am an accounting student, which means I do know what I want to do in my life. I just hate it. Um, I am ostensibly friends with Megan here, uh, and yeah, we just wanted to do we just wanted to do a Terrace House podcast because we saw there weren't a whole bunch out there, and this show was too great to not have random people on the internet talk about people that they'll never meet in real life, um, like they're their family. Uh, as far as me, my sister, my sister, shout out to Kemi. No, like Japanese reality TV show sounds kind of weird. I watched like a little anime and I was like, I'm not trying to like be super, not trying to be a weep as they call it in the streets. Uh, but then I watched it and I got hooked. So I finished, I, I started, I started with opening new doors. Then I went all the way back after I finished part one to go watch all the boys and girls in the city. And uh, which was amazing. And like, obviously a lot of people came from uh, boys and girls in the city. I have not, I also have not watched Aloha State. But, I'm not a hater, I understand it's the black sheep of the family, much like myself, um, so I, I want to give it a chance. Um, I, and plus, that, that girl, uh, Laura Sai, isn't it? And she's, like, really hot. So, like, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I would give Aloha State a chance, if only because I think Armand's really hot from Boys and Girls in the City. And he was from Hawaii. He was from so, Hawaii! So, like, theoretically, I should really watch Aloha State. But we'll see if that ever happens. Again, I've never seen Aloha State, so if we want to talk about the meat incident, I have read about the meat incident. Wait, no, 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 not... no, 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 no. The meat incident is in Boys and Girls in the City. Oh, well, as you can see, I have not gotten to that point <laughs> in, in Boys and Girls in the City. But I will. The point is, common denominator here is that opening new doors was really our gateway drug to Tara's house. And we so hope we're this, very attached to these characters. Exactly. People. And we hope that this podcast is a gateway drug to you guys. If you guys have only seen like a couple episodes or like you're all of our hostage friends that are listening to this. How's the format working in, um, in, this, in this business we've concocted here? Um, <laughs> like for people that haven't watched that you're in luck because we're going to do three. The first three episodes are going to be just sort of like 
broad strokes reactions of the first three parts. Um, the fourth part comes out October 9th, uh, which we're very excited for. And once the fourth part comes out, uh, we're going to be reviewing it two episodes at a time. But today, we're going to review the first eight episodes of part one. We're going to be getting lit. Yeah. While this is going on, me and, <laughs> <off that pit. laughs> me and Tayo both have a bottle of big barefoot pink Moscato if Barefoot wants to sponsor us at Today. any point in time. Today's episode <laughs> is sponsored by Barefoot Pink Moscato. <laughs> For when you want to kind of live like, like your GPA, not great, but not bad either. I would like you to know that he wants to be a stand-up comedian one day. I don't. <laughs> I want people to think that I could be a stand-up comedian. I think it's way better than being an actual stand-up comedian. Because, like, then you have to, like, be a comedian. But if you're so funny, they're like, yo, dude, you should do stand-up. That's like, you're pretty funny, dude. Okay. So speaking, of introductions, <laughs> speaking of introductions, um, what do you think about the, the, the introductions um, this season? I thought... Personally, uh -huh. from like uh -huh. the the two introductions that I that I've seen, uh -huh. um, or for like for like the beginning of the series, that Terrace House opening new doors is like the most cinematic. Is like the what they're doing with like like they put the text on the door. Um, <laughs> I always thought I think that I think the thing that pulls a lot of people into Terrace House anyway is like yeah. this peculiar way that like it's a it's a reality TV show, but also like it's orgasmically cinematic it's like no it's that it's all it seems very natural yeah like it seems very natural for these people like the only if you were to look at the house the only indicators that it is terrace house or like where terrace house is shot is that there is like the sign on the door and then there's the keys and like the hallway exactly like, that's all that you get which like i think it's so good at like weaving in these like little things even though, like, those are the only two things. And the fact that these two very nice cars show up in their driveway. And maybe sometimes overnight a third car shows up and no one knows why. Okay, <laughs> I heard, I heard, I forgot what I heard about why the third car showed up. I feel like they got like, more people. They didn't get more people. They didn't get more There's people. There's always six people. It was more like, I feel like, who are they? They're spawned by Volkswagen this, this, um, this season, right? Yeah, that's why they're all Volkswagen. Yeah. So I they got a Mini Cooper. Yeah, I think I think, I think Volkswagen just wanted to throw an extra car and be like, hey, we got a new model off the, like, the, <laughs> off the just, branch. Let's give it a terrace house. Plus, this time, like, I think with the same issue happened in Boys and Girls in the City, where, like, they didn't always have enough, like, there was not one car that could fit all of them. So yeah, it got really awkward if they, like, wanted to go in, like, different numbers. You had to go yeah. in, like, perfect numbers. Because apparently they didn't want to do the thing where you sit on top of each other, but... Which, like, you know, really could have sped along some of, <laughs> like, these romances. But, you know, that's Boys and Girls in the City, and we're talking about opening new doors. Um, oh, yeah. We off, should probably off. also explain that, like, if you haven't watched Terrace House, which, like, you probably have, but we're going to say it for the sake of the podcast, Terrace House is a show of six strangers who live together kind of like Big Brother, except, and everyone loves to pretend this... Except you're waiting for people to fall in love. It's like a very nice, organic they're way. They're waiting to fall in love. <laughs> yeah, they're waiting to you fall know? in love. Everyone goes on a terrace house kind of expecting that, like, you're going to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but no one wants to say that that is the point of the show. However, we will pretend that that is the point of the show. Well, I argue that because every time they come in, um, which is, like, really part of the earnest appeal of the show, is that they're always constantly asking, hey, what do you want from living in Terrace House? Yeah. They're there for people that haven't watched Terrace House. The reason why I would encourage you so much to watch it is that, especially if you're from the West, is that, unlike other reality TV shows, they make very they make very explicit comments towards the fact that they are on a reality TV show, that they know that people are seeing their lives. Um, but, like, it happens in this such normal way that 
you you I guess you just really feel like you know them or like you feel like they're uh they are people that you that you could get to know. Um so I guess I guess going into that, like my this season, I was I like I said I always rank um how people come in because I think the way like the way a person comes in, it's kinda like it's kinda like Christmas Day, kinda like getting a new shiny present, like, oh my god, who am I gonna make my wallpaper today? Three was Shion, Shion, Shion slash Sean. We 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 keep having a fight about this. Like, I'm gonna call him Sean because his name, literally his Instagram name is Sean Okamoto. Okamoto. Yeah. Okamoto. Yeah, I think it's Okamoto. I'm just it's saying. Literally, his Instagram name is Sean, and if that man put Sean as his username on Instagram, that's I should his respect damn name. that man. <laughs> I should respect that man's name, but I just feel like they're pronouncing it Shion, so it's like. It's only because he's half American, which is why his interest is so funny. Because he walks in and literally all two, like all five members, he's the last person to show up. All five members look up and he's like, wow, you're gorgeous. <laughs> and then, honestly, and then, it was my thing. Mood. And also, how freaking great. I am also half white and half Asian. And so I saw my mans and I was like, there he is. Biracial There's people, my man. point out the fact that they're biracial. Yeah, we always gotta point out the fact that we're biracial. He said, he said, without any prompting. <laughs> Uh, I'm half American. Yeah. And you saw everybody's head he very lean, clearly. You saw everybody's head lean back like, oh, so that explains it. Yeah, listen, as a biracial person, everyone want to know that you're biracial anyway. Yeah. They're like, you don't fit into either one. What could you be? Your face looks weird. Your explain face looks your, a little bit explain off. Explain your phenotype. I have literally been told, like, I thought you were Asian, but you just looked a little off. So I didn't <laughs> ask you. <laughs> and so, yeah, I stan Sean. Only because like <laughs> Taka is so funny. For oh, the, I totally the, know who's for, gonna be your number one for the whole for the whole series. Cause for the whole series for multiple reasons. But Taka is the funniest because when he walks in, making all that goddamn noise with his big ass snowboard, he literally looks like a forty three year old man pretending to be a twenty one year old boy. Like a snapback. Exactly. He looks like he's walking up like, "Hey, what's up, kids? <laughs> what's the lit situation?" <laughs> What's the lituation? He's literally oh, and then he goes on to obsess over twenty-one-year-old Ami. Which is not twenty-one-year-old. Not creepy at all, guys. She my age. <laughs> this man thirty. I mean, listen. TBH, but like, I mean, TBH Takayuki can get it because like, <laughs> TBH man's is cute. The first unpopular opinion of the podcast. Yeah, what are we? <laughs> ten minutes in. Ten minutes I literally, I literally have a note here that says. Um, uh, he's kind of nice, almost paternal. Also, I'm prone to old so men anyway, so talking oh, he can no. still me. No. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's still so thirsty for I just hope you but know, you, yeah, I will, our I'll age demographic just went up from like 18 to 25 to like 40 to, 40 to 61 now. Oh yeah, now that, um. <laughs> we just found out we have a nice half Asian, half white girl. College really student. Into, who is really into father figures, so <laughs> our inbox is going to be flooded. Wow. Welcome all old men to this podcast. I literally know who your number one should be. Uh, I know who my number one, who my number one person of all yes. is. But like, who I'm all talking, of, I'm who talk, both of our number I'm one talking, person is. I'm going to say the number one like objective entrance. Yeah. And then we'll talk about who unfortunately will be the subject of many of this, like much of this podcast. I'll keep coming back to uh, her. Of course. Uh, but number one, off, off entrances only, okay. is Mizuki. Sure. Mizuki come Mizuki comes in third after luckily, thank God, after the horrible Yudai entrance that is just plagued with problems and like oh my I hate this man so much. Um, <laughs> he's just so annoying. But talk so, about Mizuki. So, Not many people get to talk about Mizuki. M- Mizuki, <laughs> much like a middle child in the family, just goes unrecognized for no good reason. 
she came in. She's a beautiful. She is so pretty. And she's mature. She, she like, exudes, she 20, like... She's 23? She's no, 26. She's... 26. Yeah, but don't get her mixed up with Mizuki from... No, I know. I, I checked the wiki. She's 26. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This 26-year-old beautiful woman walks in. So like, mature. With that, with that her thick, own entrepreneur. This, this, might, this might make me pro- problematic. But the first thought I had watching it again with a man, I could I could really get lost in that thick black hair. I hate you. That, that hair is so <laughs> luscious, and I'm just like, oh, it's please, so long. take me away. <laughs> Who's the your, creme de la creme. Who's your real number one? <laughs> the creme de la creme. <laughs> who's your real? Because it's gonna be mine too. I have to. I I, I want to give her her proper her proper respect too. Oh, you she come. She come. No, I don't. Don't add me like that. I know her full name. Frightfully is. Just without the toast in her mouth. Exactly. <laughs> Subasa Sato, walking in like this. Ah, oh, just a brush of fresh air. Walks in, she just, like, like, she walks in with a heavy-ass bag, too, just like Taka, but, like... The room has all this natural light in it, but it somehow... Oh, just catches just, her at all the right <laughs> angles, you know? She smiles, there should really be that twinkle effect, because it's just the best smile you've ever seen. It's... It's just, and she's got her, all of her, like, gear with her, and she walks in, and people are like, oh, like, what, are you a hockey player? And then I'm like, no, sh- no, she's not. No, she plays croquet. Not. She just has she's, this big-ass, yeah. like, <laughs> but she's so precious that she doesn't point out the sarcasm. She just goes like, yeah, I'm, she just goes, yeah, like, I'm a local hockey player. And we're all like, Cupid's arrows, <laughs> Cupid's arrows. Like, I, I, I have never in my entire life, my entire 22 years of life, ever been interested in hockey. <laughs> and now, like, I know they play on ice. <laughs> I know so much more about hockey. Through like my angel, through our this, angel, our this beautiful woman. When and you're like, Catholic, what do you call those things? Those what do you call the things you pray to? Ladder, <laughs> my saint. Yes, yeah, my patron saint. My, you're pa- my patron saint. My patron saint. Subasa Subasa. Sato, yes. this patron saint of hockey, which is great because like she says that she comes on the show so that people will know more about hockey. Because she's so it, she's so honest. Because you know, she just she just really loves her sport. Unlike, <laughs> unlike you die. Unlike you die. Who comes in saying like, oh yeah, I quit culinary school. So he comes out the gate as a quitter. I already don't fuck with man. He also says, um, I was working as a cook and I was going to school and I got too busy. So I quit school to focus on my job. And I was like, you die. What do you mean? And then he wasn't working anymore. So then I was extra confused. Like he doesn't. <laughs> like he goes on in Paris house and loses his job in Tokyo that he had quit school for. So you die. Not like, I ma- know you wanted to be on Terra's house, fact, but what did you want to do with your life? Not to mention the fact he, he'll, he comes in second. Ami's the one that comes in first. And I'm sorry we didn't talk about Ami, but it wasn't a super memorable. But we're going to talk about Ami a lot, so a we're lot. just not going to do it right now. <laughs> also, like, being the first person to come in is, like, pretty boring. Like, you just kind of get stuck with that. And she, he, Yudai immediately asks Ami, how old are you? <laughs> just, like, off, off, off the bat. And I'm like, he's so thirsty. Like, why is he like this? And not to mention that this whole time Yudai has, like, this grin on his face where he's just, like, a child. He's just, no, he, like... He just looks... He, not, he's he, always just, like... He's, it's, like... It's actually two, it's actually two, side, two sides of a spectrum, right? Because to me, Subasa did project this very, like, childlike, like, exuberance. But it was, like, purity. Yeah. Wasn't Yudai where... Yudai was, like, little, like... What are, what are the, 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 the troubling twos or whatever? Terrible twos? <laughs> like, like a toddler, like a, yeah, not like, just a child. Exactly. Like an all-out toddler. Like, like he just can't control himself. Thirsty-ass bitch, man. Um, oh, yeah, and then he, then he says when Ami's like, I'm 21, you don't look it. <laughs> to which, like... 
where did my man get his game from? <laughs> Who do you say that to? Yeah, it's I, also honestly, just honestly, like, um, you die is also just a little shit in so many ways, but he also says at one point, I think in episode one, or if it's not in episode one, it's in episode two, but he says, it would have been funny if Ami was ugly when she took off her makeup. <laughs> he says this to Mizuki, this not is a, Ami. This is, a, this is a verbatim line. <laughs> yeah, he says, it would have been so funny. He was like, I wanted to laugh at her when she came out. And like, he does see her without her makeup on later on, and he says like, wow, you just kind of look the same. He's like, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get to the, to the, to the blazed path that Yudai has made through the house. <laughs> the scorched all, earth all, method that exactly. he has. <laughs> and mind you, we're only talking about, um, part one, just yeah. the first eight episode. And he, he did so much. Um, uh, but I, I quickly want to go through the house. It's the biggest house, oh, yeah. um, in Terrace House history. It is huge. And also, uh, for those of you that have watched, uh, Boys and Girls in the City, you know, it means something because Boys and Girls in the City had a secret elevator, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> had have a you, secret, you got, secret have, tatami room. Have, that you, have you gotten like, to that part yet? Not the, the elevator, but I've oh gotten to God. the tatami When you get to the elevator the tata- part? No, even the tatami room. I was like, wait, there's just a whole ass There's a whole room, room in that this? nobody's using. And everyone just like, but everyone like knew it was there. And just like, di- like never shot, like never went up there. Until two of them had to bone. Exactly. Which um, we'll talk more about boning later. Because it also happens in this season. Oh, it does, ha- it does happen in this season, doesn't it? Um... Yeah, my, my initial reactions, um, per what I've written in my notes, this shit is huge. An accent over the E. Yeah. Uh, and per usual, the girls' room is far better than the boys' rooms. Oh, I yeah. I always it's get, so cute. I always get really mad about that. It's because, like, so cute. With the girls' room, it's all like, oh, look at this got, like, trendy, <laughs> trendy architecture, cool colors, interesting patterns. You go to the boys' room, wood. It's wood. They were like, you know, it's kind of dark in there. That's it. That's what the guys like. Give them like a cave. Like, because I mean, that means the architects of the room were like, you know, we're gonna make one room for the ladies that is like everything they could want. And what do guys want? Uh, t- trees. The guy, no, like the, the girls get like a straight up like. Sunlight doesn't even directly go in that room. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah. It only has like two it's like, oh, There's like one window and it's kind of high up. So like even if they open the blinds, it's like... like it's not flooding in. Yeah, but like the girls have like a whole like... It looks like... Um, a nook. It looks like a... It looks like another like playroom. Yeah. Like it's huge. And it see And like where the camera is in that room, it's like not even... It looks like it's not even the whole room that they can show in it. And then, like, they even say later on that, like, the girls don't even use all the closet space. Which, wild. They don't even use all three of it. Girl. Three girls. <laughs> by the way, three girls who are all aspiring to, to be some sort of model. <laughs> say, sorry, two girls who are aspiring to be some sort of model. Uh, Subasa wants to be a, a, a hockey player because, you know, she's the hero we all rightfully need. Yep. Uh, and they can't use all that closet space. Meanwhile, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> talking with all this goddamn snowboarding gear, probably taking it's up all the everywhere. real estate. Like, and their room is Sean's so small like, compared to the girls. It's so small. I'll never, I'll never forget when they're picking, like, their, uh, the boys are picking yeah. their room. They're like, okay, let's just all point to the bed that we want. And they all point to the the, the most convenient bed. Because one's, like, all the way at the top, like, damn near gonna hit your head on the ceiling. <laughs> so, which is not the same in the girls' room. They have plenty, their ceilings oh, yeah. way higher. yeah. It's a very yeah. This the girls' room is like so fucking beautiful, and like I, I want to be in the girls' really room bad because like they just give them twin mattresses, which is weird. They just give them twin mattresses, and I'm like, Sean is like six three, six like two. No, I think he's six three. No, I just okay. watched the episode Megan. Fine. Six two. Well, he's six two, and like I don't think that man's 
is like fitting on that bed. He's not. <laughs> like I really don't think he is. It's a twin. It's not like it's a twin XL. And like a twin XL is just a full. No, a twin. No, a twin XL is longer. What? Yeah. I thought that they give the athletes that here at school. Yeah. What? You have to request them. Can I request? Do they? Of Terrace House is always really interesting because you know it's, it's one of the more structured parts of the series where you know we we have to talk about is what's everybody here for? Uh, more importantly, looking for love. What's your uh, you know we we turn the whole thing into like a big t uh, Tinder bio, uh, and I'm not gonna talk about everybody's sort of like what everybody said because only like maybe two incidents are like of super duper importance. Uh, the first of uh, of which is Ami. Uh, who, when she's asked her type, she gives the most, like, <laughs> college sophomore answer of, like, yeah, I kind of want a guy who tells me what to do, but also doesn't like me, but also likes me, but he, I can't know that he likes me, because, and she says, and I quote, which, like, I had to pause it and, like, walk away for a second, <laughs> because I do know girls like this. I've had to interact with girls like this. Okay. She says, and I quote, if a guy shows interest, I use interest. And like, what? And like, listen, I relate. You should have saw Taka's face. Taka looks around the table and he's like, no one just heard this shit. <laughs> but I believe because like Taka was like, uh, I'm sorry, Taka was like, I want a, I want a girl who's ready to go do things. You know, like, every, everything he said. Oh, yeah, and then, every, like, Ami raises her hand. You you don't like me? <laughs> Ami raises her hand, and she's like, yeah, I don't think I'm your type then. But she says it, like, really quietly. Like, I don't, like, you're, like, you're, we probably wouldn't work out. <laughs> and yeah. the Taka's like. <laughs> Taka's like, no, because Taka's whole thing. He's trying thing. to control Z and so Taka, fast. <laughs> Taka will say this throughout the fucking season, but he'll always be like, we don't, we don't have girls like that. In Kurizawa. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't even point out Tokyo, the fact that like Tokyo girls are so different. <laughs> which you know it's totally fine to say as a thirty-one year old. <laughs> About a twenty-one year old. <laughs> Shot for every time Takas preyed on innocent girls. <laughs> but yeah, I totally forgot to mention that um, the hometown people this season are Taka and Subasa. Um, you know, Subasa just being a hometown girl living in a stop in a lonely world. Don't do this. <laughs> I had, I had to get that out. He just moved. <laughs> he moved maybe a mile down for free rent. Yeah, he, I think he literally says, like, oh, I live in Saka. And, like, it's the, it's literally the next town over. And they're like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, that's so wild. And he's like, yeah, I work in, like, a yakisoba place for, like... I don't think he told him that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he fronted that, like, you know, he's a... He's a, he's a he's, professional He's a professional, he's a professional snowboarder. snowboarder. And he won't let anybody forget it. But he's also the old man who works at the Yakisoba place. And he also says verbatim, Oh, yeah, I'm, I feel really comfortable around young people because I snowboard with a lot of exactly. young people. Exactly. I'm like, yo, this isn't looking good, man. And you, you, know, you know the feels that... um. That when when Millie when Millie Bobby Brown was talking about <laughs> no, texting with Drake, talking, when she's no. texting Drake and everyone was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's totally cool for him to be texting a fourteen-year-old." And then when Millie was like, when somebody was like, "So like, oh, so what exactly did Drake tell, uh, text you?" Oh, uh, that's between me and Drake, you know. And then I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, and she no. goes like, "Yeah, he gives me like boy advice, things like that," and like, no. 
No, girl. <laughs> Dang, my name Drake. At Millie but Bobby is, Brown, if you listening, this, no, girl. <laughs> towards Ami for most of this season. However, Ami kind of thrives on it. Can we talk about um, favorite moments of this just first episode? I, I always go first and you can go first. Oh, so. okay. So, like, wow, I love how you acknowledge the fact that, yes, you do always go first. <laughs> My point is, um, we need to talk about Sean's fashion choices because they are, are expensive. They are expensive, but also he has this iconic green jacket that he wears as soon as they go out grocery shopping. Because, you know, you move into a house, the first thing you need to do is fill it with food. So they go out grocery shopping. He wears this knee-length bright green jacket not bright green as She's in really like neon not 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 bright green as in neon but a beautiful young springtime green um it's like it's just so good on him and <laughs> <laughs> and it really just struck me rewatching opening new doors that he he has staple he has staples in his fashion wardrobe and this jacket is one of them you know what he does he does he this jacket what? is one of them. Then there's also a wheat colored fleece that he wears around yeah, the house. I know that one. And it yeah. looks so good on him. Mm. I literally die. And I know he needs these to see, but also his glasses are I I great. hate him and heavily respect him because I know it takes a lot to pull off real glasses <laughs> all the time. You know, like he's a model too. I'm sure he's asked to take them off a lot, but every time he comes through with the glass, I'm like, oh, okay, my tall pale Harry Potter. He's just, he's just beautiful, and like, but I also, love... But also, ex- everybody in the show is expensive, especially Shauna Subasa. I count, I, I, when I, I watch it... Adidas when collection I, is when amazing. When I watch, like, she literally dresses like, she dresses like, um... How much Tommy Hilfiger does she have? Like a, like a, clout, a clout monster? What do they call those? Like, the people that are really in the streetwear? I think clout monster is an appropriate term. Clout Not monster. that I use it. Yeah, I, yeah, I've never used it, but, um, it's like magnificent like i haven't seen them wear one off-brand thing before like she'll walk she'll, she'll walk in brushing her teeth and like i swear to god i'll she'll have like gucci sandals on and i'm like oh we're living like this i thought i no, didn't know how he okay. made bread like that okay Subasa would never wear gucci sandals it is always explicitly tommy hilfiger adidas maybe nike i don't well, she think she's Stussy. sponsored they both wear Stussy, and i'm like that's expensive that's expensive streetwear. i'm pretty sure someone wore balenciaga at some point yeah they did yeah and i was like listen i like okay like not to um brag about myself as a world traveler oh, but gosh. i have been i've been to asia i did the circuit i went to hong kong singapore things like that and like it's no just a, at all. it's the culture like everyone just wears Balenciaga. But what is everyone always be wearing Balenciaga? Everyone always no. be wearing like if, Versace for no damn reason. In my in my in my side note, Versace got bought out by Michael Kors. Okay, I don't. Is that a real issue? Like I know Michael Kors can be found in Marshalls, but I mean like you know, <laughs> Versace no, about to be found in Marshalls though. And I'm down, you know. <laughs> One. Yeah. There's a lot of iconic moments in the season. Yes. But it's the grocery shopping scene. Yeah. <laughs> and the infinite, the infamous Yudai walking up to these onions, <laughs> grabs one, and inspects it, heavy air quotes you guys can't see me doing, and sniffs the onion as if, like, that's how you peruse onions. Listen, I'm African. I cooked <laughs> with my mother 22 years of cooking with a lot of spices and a lot of onions. Not once have I ever smelled a goddamn onion before. I don't even know, like, why you need to smell... Like, there's nothing about the onion that needs to be smelled. And, like, you're not the only person, because, um... God, I'm gonna fuck up his name. But Takui... Takui... Takui. Takui. One of the commentators on Terrace House literally says, like, why did he do that? 
they all came from the same place. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they all smell the same. I just, want, I just, want to, I just what the camera didn't show was like some mom with like her, her kid her shot. Like, like, and you see, <laughs> and you see, young Yumi, that's why we go to school. <laughs> sees, like, sees like the camera and be like, are they playing a prank show where they have to sniff all the audience? It's just like, know. God. It's like, it's a moment that will be repeated later on. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> um, so, lots of things happen in episode two. Um, for example, we get a double date. We do. We get a double we, date. We do. Right off the bat. We get a whole ass double date. It's between, okay, so the couples are, well, like, unofficially. So, Mizuki, Sean, Yudai, and Ami decide to go get pasta. They basically decide to, like, go out to an Italian restaurant. And <laughs> Yudai and Ami sit next to each other, and then Sean and Mizuki sit next to each other. Mizuki has said in episode one that, like, oh, I think me and Sean have, like, the same vibes. Which is, like, sure. Which is, like, yeah, and the same that, you know... Sure. I guess you guys haven't talked to each other at all. Yeah, like, okay. Why not? Aesthetically, you could have just said he was hot, but maybe yeah, that's not the say, culture. To, to be fair, like, <laughs> like, Sean, up until this point, has no discernible character traits <laughs> besides being very attractive and very American-looking. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I fucked with it. That's all I needed. Yeah. You know, please be my be my Ralph Lauren model. So they um, go on this date, and, like, at one point, die says, Ami, cook for me. Yeah, you guys heard that? <laughs> you heard it? He's like, I'm going to write you the recipe, and then you can cook for me. M- mind you, let's, you know, let's, uh, <laughs> let's pause for a second. Uh, let, let's, hit, let's hit the wiki and see what our aspirations are. And then, um, and here, here it says, you die awry, <laughs> aspiring chef. And dear listener, I'm sure. <laughs> so um, you, this was you die's version of flirting. Basically. And you know, in that respect, I sympathize. <laughs> I would be lying to you all if I said like my my flirt my flirt game was much more advanced than this. Yeah, um, and the reason I'm not talking about Sean and Mizuki is because um, during the whole double date, I don't think there's one clip of them talking to each other. Not at all. So no. <laughs> you can just see where that's going. The camera, the camera didn't even want the help. I, <laughs> I think about this all the time, like when they're when they're when they're in the uh, when they're in post production and they're thinking about like what the show. Like, the, what can we cut out? Like they have to like look at like long periods of just like nobody talking and being like yeah i guess nothing's happening here or just eating just eating and they're just like yeah this cannot get less interesting (laughs) which is she just refuses to talk i just i i didn't get ami's deal through season through she's like annoyed the whole time and what even more confuses me is that there's a scene in episode two where Ami goes out with her Tokyo college friends and it just they go talk to lunch. Shit about yeah, all the people. she just talks shit. She just says like, uh, "I have quotes here." Um, for example, she, <laughs> I have receipts. I have receipts. For example, she says, "I'm sure Sean is handsome, but by society standards, but not to me." <laughs> and then, um, and then and her and her her Twitter stock, <laughs> <laughs> which is just like such a sh- like. Listen, it's just a twenty-one year old thing to say. Listen, I got friends who have said that about like. I have friends who say that. I have friends who say, like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's pretty, but he's just not my type. But the way that Ami said it was just so, like, she purposely said it in order to, like, rain on everyone's parade. Exactly. And then she also has another quote where, so in the first episode, they all have hot pot as their first, like, dinner. And so the next day she's quoted as saying, 
the 31 year old wanted hot pot and i was like are you serious <laughs> and it's like girl you should have just said something also that's your housemate use his name yeah say takiyuki this is older the, than you <laughs> the, sen- the senior citizen <laughs> the old perv wanted hot pot and i, I just <laughs> would rather die and she also says i'm just not the real me in kurizawa girl you've been there two days you've been there two days you gotta get to know your housemate she just struck me as like it, it was so confusing because I was like, why are you on this show? Why did you sign up for exactly, this show? Like, why did they give you the first slot on this I, show? What I, what I, and, if any, and if anybody out there like knows, like please um, like comment on the on the podcast if you know like what the audition process of Terrace House is. Because I'm sure it's not light. Yeah. I'm sure you don't fill out an, an email newsletter and get your number called. I mean, like, have so you, you have seen, like, the, the casting process for The Bachelor is, like, so fucking in-depth. Exactly, That there's yeah. no way this isn't, like, on par with that. I mean, it has to be, because they cast so well. Yeah, um, and they cast so many people. E- even with annoying people, like Ami um, and Yudai. It's like, it, it, honestly, the, I mean, the pairing of Ami and Yudai, I know they didn't know it was going to happen, but the fact that it did happen was, like, really good television. Um, because Ami was just so not into it. She wasn't into anyone in that damn house. Not at all. Not at all. And, like, she... And then she had, she had at one point, she basically had, like, three men going after her. Yeah, because she had Shohei... Well, she had Yudai go after... And then, well, I mean, technically for a little bit, for a tiny, tiny bit, if we're just keeping everything to part one. Oh, yeah, true. Um, Sean was, like, Sean contem- was, was contemplating. Yeah, he was, like, but, almost you know, into it. he saw the light rather soon. He was like, no. <laughs> um, which, like, which, like, is, is good. Um, I just hate that, like, you die through the, like, through the principle of being so dumb and therefore, like, just so bold, took up too much of Ami's time. Because in an AU, an alternate universe in which, like, you die has not as bold but still equally stupid yeah i think if taki gets first swing in ami yeah their minds could have been changed or like a lot a lot of things that happened oh, in later like seasons if takiyuki had just like gone for it yeah as the 31 year old man that he is and ami totally doesn't want it then maybe yudai sweeps in and maybe, goes maybe like, every hey maybe we're all, the same age maybe the whole triangle is less as abrasive as, as i keep not so much as scalian but more closer to an equilateral i've been studying for the gre so uh, i had to really brush up on my geometry today i didn't know any of those words that you just said <laughs> i heard scalian and i was like what Panel. Yeah, well, let's talk about this for a second. So, like, again, I know that theoretically you should be watching Terrace House if you are listening to us, but for the sake of our friends who I encourage to watch, the, I mean, encourage to listen to us because they love me, um, there's panelists, a.k.a. I'm going to call them the, um, panel- the gods. Yeah, I was going to call them the gods. We call them, we call them the gods, yeah, but, yeah usually. Because they act like gods. It's six people also sitting on a sofa watching this episode, and you get clips of what they're saying. And uh, they're all, like, varying levels of fame in Japan. Um, so, like, uh, I, we didn't I, know who they I got, were. I, I, got you with the, I got you with the with the bios. Um, what, uh, we have Yu, who is, uh, for all intents and purposes, like, um, she used to be very famous in the 80s, and then she did, uh, you know, some short movie stints, and now she's the host. So she's got that nice little, like, uh, who's somebody that did that in the West? I don't know, L.O. Kujay. L O Kujay vibes. Sure. Um, we have Raina Trendel, Trendel, um, who is the the very beautiful model who always sits next to you. Yeah. Um, then we have 
um, Yoshimi Takui, who is a comedian by trade and is him. my fave. He's, See, this is this is why we, this is why we started the podcast <laughs> together. I did not bit. we didn't we did not rehearse that. I did not know Takui was also her favorite. But I she, love him so much. He like he just really wants to be like a shoujo mangaka, really really he, bad. He loves like coming up with scenes he, that he wants to happen. Like and for it, those of like, you who have watched Boys and Girls in the City, he develops this whole theory where like. Um, one of the cast members tries to get back with her ex, but the ex um, won't get back with her because he's been engaged to the president's daughter. Oh my god, daughter, I remember that. To that the was president so of the hospital's funny. daughter. And, like, he can't never get back with her even though he wants to. It's beautiful. Like, he's just so good at these things. Of course, he continues this trend into opening new doors. Um, and there's some drums that we'll get, we'll get to them uh, later, hopefully. Yeah. Um, after that, we have um, Azusa Babazono. Yeah. Um, who is like I think she doesn't get enough shine, but like she's a very she's a really good like, utility panelist. Yeah. Is like she has her she has her moments. Yeah, every and every time she talks is always is always A is always A plus. Like when when she comes in like she does she never skips a beat. Uh, we have the perennial punching bag, uh Ryota, Ryota um Yamasato, Yamachan, um, who is like the curmudgeon sort of character. Um, and is also the only one who I think like makes Terrace House like his full time job. Like he runs like a YouTube for it too. Player, like <laughs> a random a, actress. No, no, they have a young person. They have a, yeah, they have a young yeah, male person every, yeah, every in the per, room. All the every other, season. all the other panelists are about like, like twenty seven and up or something. Yeah. Yeah. The youngest. So in the I think adults. Tre- let me see how old Trendle is. Yeah, in the adults, the youngest is Trendle. I believe she's, she's twenty six. Yeah, so she's twenty six, and then they'll always have literally a high schooler. Like literally, it's like some. Young and it's usually a boy. Yeah. They'll usually have like a high school boy who is like famous in some way, whether he be a J-pop star or like an up and coming actor. But they switch it. This is the only cast member that switches out every season. Exactly. And actually, we have been blessed with quite a good one. They haven't been that great in the past. If you, I mean, if you see Boys and Girls in the City, you know what I mean. Sometimes they'd be useless. So thank you, um, Shono Hayama. You've exactly. been great. I love you. You're so cute and um, like. You give such good commentary sometimes. <laughs> we love you. Like, we're just, you're the best. And um, that really just leads to, did you already talk about Yamasato? Yeah. So like, Shono Hayama and Yamasato have great fucking banter, where, like, Yamasato will be like, I'm taking you under my wing. And then, <laughs> and then the rest of the cast members are like, no! You're right! No, you <laughs> They're like, no, don't listen to him. Because everybody hates, everybody hates Yamachan, but at the same time, like... He's the best. I feel like... Wait, between- Shono Hayama is 22. Huh? What? He's 22. Ooh. Wait, Shona Hiyama, please tweet me. Sh- You're so cute. <laughs> oh, 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 the, the kid. Yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew he wasn't, I knew he wasn't that young. Um, He's 18. Please tweet me. You're so cute. You know, he probably doesn't speak English. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. You barely speak Tagalog. <laughs> I barely speak any of the... Before, like, the sort of, the literal trail of tears. <laughs> That you and I um, has because in episode in episode four really just a scorched earth method. exactly uh, the episode episode I guess he's like if I can't have any girl I might as well you know embarrass her uh, since she won't take me uh, he he makes um, we're, we're we're on our second glass now guys so now now the real fun is starting yeah whether or not you can hear this yeah oh uh, they certainly can well now click, you can click now that. you totally can hold on back, get that good glug glug glug. Because we're all about sound effects here, people. It's a, it's a clink it, clink it. Clink it. There, we go. there you go. Did you have to? <laughs> yeah, you had to clink it. The fuck, no, but the fuck. <laughs> Ty 
does? Yeah. Oh wait, but he asked her out at the end. They, oh, but people don't. What people don't remember about part one is that because he had no discernible character features yet. <laughs> it just we went start, over everyone's head. <laughs> yeah, like we didn't know he was a player or not because he was just so goddamn beautiful. Yeah. Like and then like even though like he almost got they're, a they're, pass. They're, they're, they're like basically two different types of beauty. There's like 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 Abby said like very like by stock by um. By society standards. Society standards, like, he's very beautiful. Uh, but Tsubasa was, like, this very more, like, very, like, hometown girl-type beautiful, like, natural mm-hmm. beauty. Uh, so we just weren't sure if it was going to work out if he wanted to go uh, for someone, maybe, like, Mizuki, who is older, or uh, even, I guess even Ami. Wait, who am I missing? Oh, yeah, I guess Ami. Uh, because, like, they were technically closer in age, because I believe um, Sean is 22, right? Sean is 23. 23, yeah. yeah. Uh, so like we were like uh, like everybody was just rooting for Zubasa because Zubasa is just so nice and she's always working because she works she works at the gym and she, she works trains. eight hour shifts like every day and like girl also is on a fucking professional ass hockey team. She just deserves the world, guys. She she's just the, the best person. So good. Sorry, I was getting I was getting a little choked up. We always um, get off topic. <laughs> anyway. To her. Um. So Sean Sean does ask her out. Um. And they and they plan for it and I think that date doesn't happen. It, it doesn't happen for a while. It, but, oh, okay, it doesn't happen until episode five. That's what I'm going to. No, but like, I wanted to point out one thing is that it's actually really funny in the second episode. Is that so? Sean wakes up early. Sean wakes up early and he makes coffee, and then Mizuki comes in, and they have like a little chat about what Mizuki does, whatever. She's like, lives in Korea sometimes. Like, that will become relevant later. But um, so then that doesn't end with anything. She just like goes off to her day. But then in the same episode, you get a scene where he wakes up early again, but this time Tsubasa's in the kitchen. Is that the one with the egg? No. <sighs> She's like... Wait, wait, breakfast. Oh, no, no. I'll think of another episode. No. So, like, then... But this time he goes, like, are you free this weekend? And I'm like, that's so telling. Man, and then, like, I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but, like, man's made his, pl- man's made his choices. Okay, yeah, cool. Oh, cool. Because that goes exactly to what I want to talk about with what's a shining point of the show. Because... The show, the show is very emotional, uh, like emotionally, emotionally tumultuous, uh, <laughs> because of this, this like um, Ami Yudai thing. Because we're we're not even talking about the date, the, the, the horror, the most horrible date in all in oh all God. of what I've watched. We're like we're honestly they probably it probably deserves an Emmy for lack of editing, because like um the thing that keeps I think keeps a lot of people in Terrace House is like it's dedication to saying like this is like we're not gonna like frame this like a tv show like this is just we're just putting a camera down and letting them be themselves in front of it and we've all been on bad days before some of us i won't say who <laughs> have been on multiple bad dates Listen. where there's just a lot of silence and there's a lot of silence in Terrace house regardless but this was the most silent day oh my god the the third best quote maybe of that maybe of that uh of this season was when um when Yudai was like something to the effect of like, oh, do you like mountains or trees? Like, no, I hate mountains. <laughs> and I was like, I, 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 here's yeah. the thing: is that like, I may find Ami kind of annoying, and like, goddamn, I wish that girl was like, just so much more optimistic about life. But like, she had the best comedic timing. She she really was just the straightest man in any straight man comedy. Exactly. That, like, nothing phased her at all. She liked to no bullshit. She was not for the niceties. 
<laughs> I guess I guess until she read the tweets, but that, that's later on. I think like later on before she leaves, like she gets a little nicer. But I I never knew if it yeah, was. Yeah, she gets like weirdly nice. Yeah, I, I didn't know whether because like she like was reading the comments, um, and like just like I don't want I don't want to be disingenuous to her. I guess basically, um. But yeah, that, that date was so awkward. That date that date goes up there with the meat incident from Boys and Girls in the City. About <laughs> if you just have to like watch and just like suffer through. But then, you know, we get a break from that. Um, and we get to go to the foot bath date with um, Sean and Tsubasa. The only thing I care about. <laughs> and I'm honestly, but I also think it's it's really important to the show because it like really shows how the show um how the show shines. I think it shines its best when it shows budding relationships. Because, like, I think a lot of us don't get to see budding relationships unfold in real time. Yeah. Like, seeing them go to that foot bath was the cutest thing ever. It's, Full it's, stop. Period. <laughs> it's just... And you can't even put a finger on it because it's almost... It's ephemeral. I think... So, like, it's just so... The first time you watch... So, okay. My first time watching this... I had the fear that, like, oh my god, there's no way he, like, is doing this in a romantic way. Like, there's no way that this is, like, a date to him. Like, it might be a date to her, or, like, she might be in that place where she's like, oh, I don't want to call it a date because, like, I don't know how he feels. But, like, in my head, I was just, like, every time, like, Tsubasa is a tomboy, right? Yeah. Tsubasa Which is, is a tomboy. Which is why I love her so much. I'm and not gonna like, lie, Tsubasa... You're my dream girl. Like, I mean, everything about Tsubasa is like my is my type that I didn't know that I wasn't for certain until she was there. She goes to the gym. She plays a sport. She knows how to dress. And it's just like so, smile of so, an angel. So like Sean, this fucking beanpole fashion forward man. I was like, there's no way he likes her. Like he's totally just doing this because he wants someone fun to hang out with. Um, this is totally not a date to him. But like. You then find out that, like, he totally thought of that as a date. Um, and he likes hanging out with her. And it's, like, so... Like, it's such a... It's a simultaneously calming but, like, nerve-wracking thing to watch. Because you're like, I really hope this is a date, but I don't know if it is, but and, I'm enjoying it so much. And I think also, like, that's happening because... Excuse me. Um, is, is because, like, you're empathizing with, like, Subasa in this case, because you will also know if you were dating somebody like Sean. Exactly. And you, you, you wouldn't know if this was a date or not. And you'd be like, I'm having a lot of fun, but I have no idea, like, it, does this mean greater things are going to come? Thing, or, like, like... Yeah, you just don't know. And, and like, then, like, the, the, but it's just so cute to see them basically, like, falling for each other in real time. And, like, that, that's so really... Much. That's where the show shines. <laughs> like, you, you're not going to get that from the show, like, such an authentic sort of visual yeah. of like how people how people fall for each other yeah like they were like the they, they were so oh wait there's a, there, I want to quickly get out this quote oh yeah that, 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 um, that both of them this conversation they had that like literally like I had to pause and like look at my life and realize how alone I was um when um they're like talking and like talking about uh Subasa basically says to Sean like oh have you been hanging out with the other people a lot like yeah are you and then Sean replies yes uh, are you afraid, like, you're not, like, making friends because, like, you're always working? Uh-huh. Like, oh, and then Tsubasa's like, oh, I find it, like, really hard to open and, and be myself. And then Sean's like, well, yeah, you should start being yourself more. And he says, and I quote, I have it in the notes, you're cute when you're shy. <laughs> and I say, Sean, He's with the, the Carmelo shot! <laughs> trademark about Sean is that he's so fucking smooth he's so smooth. that you he's don't gotta be poet he's gotta be poet like he's so smooth that like you just don't understand how these come to him 
I think I honestly think that I honestly think it's pretty boy privilege. Let me explain my let me explain my logic. Right? I think if you're that pretty, yeah, you get used to being able to just like you can work like you can say whatever you want and never get a bad response. And it works, yeah. So you get to like like I can't just say anything. Because if I say anything, like then I want I could ruin my shot with the person forever. Yeah. But he can say something dumb and be like, oh, that's corny, but it's you. Yeah. So you got good. So you got good at it. So every once in a while, yeah. Like he'll really put up. That's a bar. That's a line. Like he really just. And then um. Uh, and this then the, the asshole's so he's just so good at it. And I really, I actually really did not like want to like him before because I felt threatened. I do remember I felt, that the first time we watched this, him. you were like, I don't. I don't like him. You were I like, of course. You were like, of course. He's beautiful. Yeah. Like, of course he's here. I I'm not gonna lie. You know, put put you know put this on the record. I am wary of of attractive white men. <laughs> He's not white. Uh, okay. Um, he ain't even white though. <laughs> He's American. He said he's half American. Okay. Um, We're not gonna have this debate. <laughs> I know. That, that, that's that's for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> that's not our debate right now. <laughs> um, what the fuck was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah, Subasa says back. Yes. Basically, uh, I think Sean after that line says something to the effect of like like how are you feeling right now or like what part like who are you showing right now mm-hmm, and he says mm-hmm. so I was like in this quiet dull like voice I, I'm being myself right now and I was like it, it was a done deal from that like they were done to be together I think it cut straight to the panel after that actually oh, yeah. the, and the panel's just like screaming <laughs> I'll, t- I'll uh, no, take out their headphones and they're like, they're, Whoa. No, they, they, I mean, they literally, I think like two people at the same time, they're like, oh, are they, are they falling for each other? Is this what, Houston? No, we should also, have- like, we should also mention that like, so, Subasa, uh, like, adding really just points to her purity level, but like, she laughs so much whenever she's with Sean. She does. She laughs so much and it's the type of laugh that like, I really relate to because it's the type of laugh that I have when I'm around somebody that I like and like, I'm trying to not be awkward, you know? So you just end up laughing more because, like, laughing is a sign that you're comfortable, but, like, sometimes you play it up too much, and she does that. But, like, I find that super relatable. Um, And, like, it's just so... It was such a nice thing to, like, see in her that I was like, damn, like, you're really not, like, filtering yourself. You're just, like... You're, and, re- you're really enjoying that man's company. Yeah, and that's why it, like, made me so, like, nerve-wracking to watch this, because I was like, wow, she's acting, like, she's laughing so much because she, like, likes him. And it's like, oh my god, it's such a fun thing to, like, see on screen, and, like, Sean is just this mask of coolness, and you don't know what the fuck he's thinking, um, which makes it even more nerve-wracking. But it's beautiful, because it turns out he does like her. Like a lot too. Yeah. Which is like why it's so pure. Yeah. It's like it's like literally take like any ABC family like sitcom where like the jock like or where we're the nerd girl or like we're the girl who's not supposed to like the jock. Yeah. Any girl. Take it whatever cliche you want. Yeah. It's not supposed to like is not supposed to like the jock. Falls from anyway, then you find out this is the finale. Wow, actually the jock was nervous the whole time. Yeah, and it's actually that Shauna is like the perfect um, you know, the weebs call it a by shonen. And that's literally did, what he did, is. Did you just say that? Yeah, slur? I just, I just, <laughs> I just said that out loud because that's what he is. Both of us, as I often do, um, believing in the notion of, of love. Um, it's it's real love, guys. It's real, real love. <laughs> I'm searching for a real love. It's real love, guys. Um, so, do you have any? Do you have anything else to talk about with this uh, this season? It announces oh, that yeah. he is leaving Terry's house totally for his brief that. 
scorched earth method of... After making both Ami <laughs> and Mizuki cry, he's like, well, my work is done here. I can also, go. Also, after trying to get his ex-girlfriend back... Um, and she says no. She and says I've never been no. more proud of a character had, I didn't know anything because, about. Because um, we also haven't touched on it, but Yudai's perfect woman is what he refers to as a mama, mama dog. Mama dog! <laughs> <laughs> I had that in my notes and I thought we were, we were never going to get to it. He, he refers that, to that's it. The, that's the line. I want you to know, like, I, I'm trying to do a line of, like, every part. Yeah. That is the line of the... That is the line of, of part one. Of part one. Yes. He wants a mama dog to do everything for him and take care of him. But no, he doesn't want the girl, he doesn't want to ask the girl to do these things for him. He wants a natural caretaker. You know, like a mom. <laughs> and he's literally like the worst fuckboy ever. He's just like, he's an actual, it's, he's or, an actual child who seems like he's like, who just like doesn't know when to fucking stop going after Ami because Ami is clearly not the the nurturing type. She's just very clearly not nah, that. she's very cold. She she's gives like, no sort of indication that she is like that at all, and I get, he doesn't even really mention why he's going after her. He just seems to Besides the fact that, like, it's just, it's a close in the age as a girl. Yeah. It has, <laughs> it has boobs, so why not? <laughs> yeah, which, like, is so strange coming from a man who wants a mom-slash-caretaker, because would why would you, would you not go, go after the older woman? Well, actually, you know why? I think, like, in another... No, I think if you, you die in any universe, it's just gonna fuck things up. But, like... Um, he probably should have gone for Mizugi, yeah. who was 26, yeah. and honestly treated him more like a mom, just not in the way that he was expecting. Exactly. She was done with this shit. Except, guess what? Mizuki had her own strange little plot line where her it boyfriend... It was strange. Where her, we, we have fun buddies. Her, no, her, no, her ex-boyfriend from Korea just comes and like visits Japan... And the, it cuts to, like... So we should mention that Terrace House doesn't usually, like, cut to outside people unless it's, like, a big thing that's happening. Um, and so an ex is always a big thing that's happening. That's, like, one of the only times that they'll, like, go out and, like, film them having... Like, talking to other people who are not living in the house. Yudai's was his ex. Mizuki's was also her ex. So she meets him. They start talking. And then it cuts to a shot. And she basically, like, asks for him back, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit. But I think, like, he goes... <laughs> I'm not remembering like Yeah, he that, doesn't want her. I'm though. not remembering that whole conversation, but what I remember happening yeah. was really important because I think like yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really like from the Western point of view, I think we get up a lot of a lot of our sensibilities of Japan through anime, which isn't fair. Yeah. Um, so like she's like, so the ex-boy acts, um, hey, do you want to go somewhere? Yeah. And then Mizuki's like, Well, where do you want to go? And he's like, just, My just, hotel just, room. I know actually he's like they, they meander around it a lot, I think because of the cameras. And then, but like, but also they're actually surprisingly thought about it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, she's like, the somewhere's pretty important. And then like, they, then there's all, like the editing, I don't, if you watch it again, the editing is really, really weird. So you can tell there's like, no, yeah. stuff being said that like, yeah. they have to cut out. Um, and then, like, and then at the end they're like, like, she's like, I'm sleepy. Well then we should get out of here. And I was like, damn, you got it in though. Get and your then appointment like, though. Then there's, the fun, there's like a, a very like back, like a very back, like a very like far away shot of the two of them getting into a cab together. Yeah. And then, like, Mizuki comes back the next morning and is like, I think I'm going to leave Terrace house. And right. it's like, that's because you got the good dick, girl. <laughs> how you, how you dick the that, man? <laughs> I'm so confused. Podcast. Um, a special segment that we like to call, um, Here's the Thing. Um, there's no real need to do the backstory on it, but uh, as you've probably heard when I 
uh, when I edit this, I'm sure she said it like maybe like seven times already. Megan Lester says, here's the thing. So I like to give her own corner to um, basically vent about her own love life so I don't have to hear it on Monday. Okay, but you have to share two tile. But here's the thing. I never share my feelings. Toxic masculinity <laughs> for the win. Here's the thing. Tayo doesn't like to talk about his feelings. I fucking I love... I have feelings. I love to talk about how funny my life is and how funny specifically my like, love cry, life cry is. Like, cry funny, not ha funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, instead of, like, the cry laughing emoji, it's just the crying emoji after I say LOL. So, like, specifically... Basically, you should all know that I'm very single, like excruciatingly single. It's very sad. Um, if we're going to get real here for a minute, I have never had a boyfriend, um, which, yeah, we're going to admit on this podcast because we're going to be vulnerable. We're going to keep it raw. We're going to be vulnerable. You know, here. we're going to tell all our friends to watch this, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like, so I, my philosophy is that we need this segment because Terrace House, low key at its core is a show about finding a significant other in a house full of strangers. You're not wrong. And that's basically what college is. Wow! <laughs> wow, poet! Okay, poet! Wow, that is right! We should also both say that me and Tayo write poetry, and that is how well, we I, I did I, You can keep it real. I didn't need to... I, I wrote a poem before. You know, Tyo's a published poet. I, can you stop? <laughs> I'm also very single and I'm trying to like, trying to keep my stock up. Me and Tyo are both published poets. Tyo more than I am. No, Tyo more than I am. Um, because you don't try, but yeah, because I don't try. But the point is, and I always try in everything, and that's my problem, isn't <laughs> the, it? <laughs> the point is that um, we're going to include this segment because uh, what would a Terrace House podcast be if we didn't talk about love? If we didn't talk about love. And how we don't have any in our lives right now. Um, so a really good encapsulating anecdote of my love life is that last night I was at a bar in D.C. And, you know, I was playing the field, dancing with people. It was a Latin dance club, so we were having a good time. Um, people, guys were coming up to me. They were saying, like, hey, do you want to dance? What's your name? They were calling me gorgeous, beautiful, whatever. I was feeling myself. I was in a cute outfit. And I then, saw the heels. It was a cute outfit, guys. It was a cute outfit. And, um... You know, I'm having a good night until, because there's always an until, um, this man's come, I go up to this man, because, you know, it's 2018, we shoot our own shots this year, I go up to this dude, who I've been eyeing all night, and I'm like, let's just try it, let's just dance with him, so I, like, say hi, how are you, do you want to dance, guy shrugs, he looks more drunk than I thought he was, and then he says, you're just not pretty. Mm. And the shrugs and walks away. And at that point, I was like, so Uber? <laughs> like, let's go home? And that's where I'm at in my love life right now. So I was just about to ask Tayo, actually. On the spot. On the spot. How do you feel about sliding into the DMs of people on Instagram that you've never met before? I'd like to point out your antidote actually had nothing to do with your question. But I no, do, it has I nothing do, to do with my I question. I do understand that you really wanted to get that out there. No, no, no. The anecdote was to provide backstory for how my life is going yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. This is how my life... This is the new direction that I want to take my life in. And, and I respect that. Because <laughs> as we've talked, uh, you know, off camera, you know, when we're, when we're planning uh, the show, um, it's helpful to try. You know, I think there's a spectrum. Because my problem is I try too much. And I, and I haven't yielded the, the crop that I wanted. But uh, trying is always good. Uh, as trying a, is as always a, good. <laughs> trying is always good. As, as, as a man afflicted with heterosexuality, I, I am uh, 
accustomed to sliding into DMs quite often. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and yeah, there, there, there's a science to it. Okay, so like, what if a girl ever slid into your DMs? How has a girl ever slid into my DMs? That's a question. Uh, let, me give, let me take a second. I that. shouldn't be asking another painfully single person that question. Exactly. Yeah, that's the real tea. But, plot twist. I think people have slid into my, my DMs before. Sure, yeah. They have. Sure, they have. okay. Um, so and, how did you feel? Um, I mean, like... Once I once I once I look at that profile picture, then I know how to feel. Uh-huh. But the thing about sliding into the DMs is that it's an art. You can't just say like you can't you can't slide into it like it's Tinder, you know? Yeah. Just be like yeah. like hey hey mommy like what's no. going on? You, know, you, can't, you can't do that. Um, hey, are you a mama dog looking for a puppy? <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by by mom dogs. <laughs> By mommy problems and you die. <laughs> um, is that you? When you basically trying to like you have to you have to utilize that story function for all that it's worth. Because I see so many cute girls when I slide into their DMs. You know, I'm gonna talk about people sliding into my DMs. When I slide into girls' DMs, yeah, it's because they they put yes. something on their story that like I can respond with. And I have to respond in, like, the least creepiest way possible. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully it's, like, a meme. Yeah. So I can say this meme is funny. Yeah. And once in a while, when I'm really, really bold, I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm off, you know, my third glass of Moscato, um, <laughs> I'll, like, go off on, like, I'll go off on, like, a picture of this. I'll be like, oh, you look really cute. The problem is... That's a bold move. It's a bold move. And usually I check it out the last second. And what I mean at the last second, I mean, like, I post the compliment, mm-hmm. but it sounds too platonic. So it's like instead of saying like oh oh you thick with like a C which is like very clearly <laughs> you know what do you put like a Q yeah I do I, I, do, I, I, I appropriate gay culture and I make and it like put, super you I, use a Q I, I use a Q Q U E with the accents and then and then they yeah, and then you get the it's the thick you, you you get the three laughing emojis then you know you got you got to pack it in for the day <laughs> I don't I don't when I, there's not a like thanks. Um, or like a, like I, I, a, think I, I yeah, thanks is, thanks is still bad, thanks. but nothing is worse than just getting emojis, and really three emojis, because I think we, we all know, like, the default of three emojis, <laughs> you know, so somebody was just like, oh, I have to give you a response, since you, you've, you've, you've responded or, to me. alternatively, if you're texting, and the person doesn't text you back, but they were react. They react? <laughs> oh, anyway, because wait, no, no. this is guys, an guys, iPhone guys, household. Guys, guys, okay, this is the question, um, this is the question of the week. Uh, I'm trying. Where would they? Where would they respond to? Um, Twitter. Yo, yeah. We're gonna at, have to make a Twitter. <laughs> we're gonna have to make a Twitter, aren't we? Um. Yeah. Resp- respond to us on our on our on our various social media handles. Like where we're gonna post this. We're gonna post this in the Terrace House Reddit. So respond there. And uh, when we make the Twitter, you can do that. But the the Reddit for sure. The Reddit for sure is reacting to a text message. Yeah. The same as responding. Because I technically get the arguments for both because I do yeah. both. I've like, seen I've Twitter. Intera- I've interacted Twitter with has each. said that you get a notification, don't you? Okay. And it's like, I do, but you didn't say, say anything. anything. <laughs> so it still looks like a double text on my end. And then it's like, it means multiple things. Why would you like, why would you, why would you put the, the heart next to it rather than the thumbs up? Why would you, um, I apologize for every person. You guys need to know off bat we're serious overthinkers. <laughs> we go, we we do some ma- we do like math with these type of things. Because um, yes, like I even though I find what she's saying extremely stupid, I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing, I'm such a self-destructive person that like if I don't get 
the correct, like, punctuation from a person, I'll just stop texting them because I take the punctuation as a sign that they're not into me. I once stopped stopped shooting my shot with somebody because they went from using, like, you, like, the letter U, into using grammatically correct language. (gasps) No. So I understood they no longer would have anything to do with me. And that's why, we're, that's why we're both single, by the way. Yeah, this is why we're both single. This is why we're among, having this among, segment. <laughs> yeah, among various other things. But I, I, I quickly actually want to go back to, before we close out tonight's show, um, on like, um, did we how did we really, did we talk through Ami's um, quote? What about <laughs> how she, like men, like, about like when boys show interest, she, yeah, she loses, loses interest. interest. And that's fair. Is that is that an equitable? Is that how we want to live life in this world? Because the amount of girls that I've liked, yeah, and like, yes, I get it. I'm yeah. a person who is, um, as the kids say, and as the kids say, I catch feelings. As the kids say, so I catch twenty two year old man. I catch feelings, um, and when I show, and I I was raised. I I hold up. I like being direct. Yeah, I love being direct. If like if the world could handle it. I would much rather just be like after I spend like a couple after I know that I'm interested in a person, just be like, "Hey, I like you." Like, let's let's see where that goes. Oh, Tayo, you know that's the wrong move in 2018. I know. I'm just so you ignorant. Know that's I'm the so wrong ignorant, move. and I keep and I keep doing it. And like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell the story. I might tell the story next episode of the of the of the, the the recent shot that I just shot. But let's just say it, it it I got rejected, and I had to comfort the person that rejected me, which is like so weird. But, like, the fact that, like, I can't go up to somebody and just be like, yo, I find you attractive and not worry they're going to explode is idiotic. Just make it, like, why are we playing games? What's the the point of playing games? We always play games. That's, like, the point, you know? No, that's not the point. (laughs) Stop playing games. Shout out to Big Sean. Play no games. I don't even know. You don't even know what that song is. I don't know if I can play the song without licensing. You probably can't. All right, guys. Thank you so much for paying with us <laughs> for this first inaugural podcast. Um, my name is Tayo. And my name is Megan. And this has been... The Terrace House Panel. The panel. Uh, we'll see you guys next time where we're going to cover part two. So the episodes eight through 16 where we get to talk more about Ami, more about our babies, Shion and... Sean, sorry. Sean and Tsubasa. And... The new member that came in that we're not going to say because we don't know. There's actually two new members. Two new members. Oh, yeah. He does come in. Yeah, there's two. Catch you guys next time.